Hello everyone, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast where we come together to discover ourselves through our heritage and sharing our experiences in the diaspora. I am your host Jackie. Hello, brothers and sisters. Once again, welcome to the Afri Talk podcast. I hope you all been doing very well. And I hope you learned a lot from last week's lessons with Miss Morayo. Because this week, we are continuing with the part two of this discussion. So as I said the other time, we are here to learn uh, how to treat our skin, the right products and things like that. And we just, you know, we're just here to highlight on skincare routine for especially Black and to bring awareness to the common problem mostly found among women in the African community. So without talking too much, Miss Mariah, you're welcome back and uh, thank you for joining us again. <laughs> thank you for having me again. I'm really yes. enjoying the combo that we had. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've been really shocked. Like, huh, come and see the way I'm, I'm, I'm scratching and doing what, whatever to my face. <laughs> uh, my face got nothing on me. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, wow. So last week we spoke a lot about sunscreen and, you know, the right amount to use, cleansing, moisturizers, exfol- exfoliating, and oh, Lord. <laughs> this week we are just continuing with another part with other questions it does have to do with things we spoke about last week but it's just a little bit different so the first question will what is the cause of acne and dark spots the hyperpigmentation what is the difference can you please tell us uh, tell us about so the difference between the two is that uh, both can be caused by hormonal effects mm-hmm. um, and the funny and the thing as well is that acne can actually cause hyperpigmentation so I'll start with acne mm-hmm. so acne is a condition whereby either through hormones it could be uh, certain bacteria as well the different factors which cause the pores to be clogged and these pores being clogged causes an inflammatory reaction and that is what causes the big you know the bumps and the pimples that you see manifest themselves on the face so it's something that people sometimes suffer chronically and they will then need you know different sorts of treatments long term to one help treat it but then also make sure to kind of keep it at bay that's one Hyperpigmentation is mainly caused by trauma injury to the skin and is sometimes also caused by hormones as well. So sometimes during pregnancy, some people get uh, hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. And hyperpigmentation essentially your skin produces melanin in overdrive. That's that's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. So if your skin gets the cells in your skin that create melanin are called melanocytes. And what happens is uh, they get triggered by sunlight that gets triggered by a, you know you popping a pimple uh your a scar you know something cuts your face for example those melanocytes get triggered mm-hmm. and they start making melanin an overdrive and then you get way more melanin than needed and that then leaves a dark mark on your face okay so hyperpigmentation can be caused by an inflammation now acne is an inflammatory disease so sometimes what happens is that once the acne has left your face, that inflammation 
now causes hyperpigmentation. So acne can actually cause hyperpigmentation on your skin as well. So there are a lot of people who may not necessarily have any acne anymore, but then they're left with a lot of dark marks on their face that's been caused by the acne. And it takes very long before, it sometimes doesn't even go. You really have to like use yeah. so many products, go to so many doctors and what not before it to start going one by one is it normal that it, like it you know that it should stay there for a long time or eh? it's hard to get rid of because sometimes the it depends on where it sits because sometimes the overproduct you know the melanin that's been made in excess can sit in different layers of the skin the deeper it sits the more difficult it is to get rid of so if you have melanin that's like quite superficial it can take a few weeks a few months to get rid of Sometimes if it sits deeper, it can take even up to a year to get rid of it. Wow. Is it normal that like you have that you can have like, you know, dark spot for like, I don't know, five years or so, or it's a bit too far reach? Yes. It, yeah, it can, it can happen. And it also depends on what the trigger is. Sometimes people who, for example, uh, have bleached, unfortunately, mm-hmm. sometimes the dark marks that they get from bleaching, um, it's not entirely the same cause, but in some cases it's irreversible you can't get rid of it and they're stuck with those dark marks Mm, there's nothing that you can do Uh, you know in those cases unfortunately you're just going to be stuck with it but other people who have dark marks that quite you know that sit quite deep sometimes what you could do is go to someone who has you know the right knowledge so maybe seeing a cosmetic doctor or an esthetician who can provide you different treatments that you can't buy over the counter in you, uh, you know in the grocery store or in like a beauty supply store and they can do different treatments where they can penetrate deeper into the skin and help you with getting rid of that so things like micro needling can help or things like chemical peels so these are like solutions of different actives that then gets sit really deep into your skin and then they literally make your 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 face shed like a mm-hmm. snake so you'll literally yeah. just be peeling your your skin off and then the new layers underneath yeah. will then have less pigment. So that's another thing that you can do. Yeah. But it's because I remember uh, when I was younger, I used to have, you know, like acne, teenage acne, things like that. And then it would leave mm-hmm. with a lot of dark spots and whatnot and whatnot. And then people in the church, you know, African aunties and uncles, these ones. Mm-hmm. Someone came to my mom like, oh, you know, my mom should buy me like a bleaching cream, something, so I can like put it on the spot, on the dark spot, and then it will lighten it up and it will eventually vanish. Would you advise mm-hmm. someone to do that, like from your uh, from your medical point of view, to use a bleaching cream, you know, something bleach something to put not not on your face, no. not not on your whole face, so but like on the on yeah the particular, particular spot. spot to lighten it up i certainly would not advise that i feel like so one of the major ingredients that is within these bleaching products is an Mm -hmm. ingredient called hydroquinone Mm -hmm. there's i think hydroquinone has been studied really well and as we know Mm -hmm. it can get rid of your you know of those dark marks really well but my advice would be if you're going to use that ingredient use it under the supervision of a professional who can tell you what to use, how long to use it for, because it's not something you use long-term. And the problem with a lot of these bleaching products is that they have this in a much higher concentration of what you should be using. So you might think, oh, I'm just gonna get rid of this spot, but you might make that much lighter than intended, even though it's just that one that one spot. Mm. And then what? You know, so for the, I think that's that that is a product where you really, really need to ask 
really ask someone who knows what they're doing and get the product not over the counter don't go to any of these shops and bite yourself go speak to your doctor or speak to a skincare professional that you're seeing and if they advise you to use that then use it under their supervision rather than doing it yourself. Because a lot of these products for bleaching are not regulated. They have way too high concentration of these products and then you're stuck with, you know, further potential issues. Okay, you just said that, you know, we can, we have to do it under supervision of a professional, your doctor or whatsoever. For example, here in the Netherlands, we have dermatologists. So I'm a living testament, I'm a living proof. How many... In which city didn't I see any dermatologists? They'll tell you, oh, go to this one here. Oh, even though the person, you know, is, you know, is with Caucasian, you know, whatever, but they also studied in the most the most of the answers that I got from my GP was, oh, uh, this dermatologist studied uh, in uh, South Africa. So so they are a, a bit, you know, they have some knowledge on darker skin. So I'm sure they can be able, you know, to help. Okay. And then I'll go there. They'll give me something I'll use and it's even worse than ever. And then I just have a, a whole new thing on mm-hmm. top of my acne. So hey, I, I, for me, going to a dermatologist or a doctor, sometimes I'm a bit, you know, I don't really trust them so well because it feels like they don't really get, you know, what we are going through mm-hmm. and really understand our type of skin. So it's like, yeah, going to them is just to go and throw away money or, you know, time and energy. Yeah, no, I completely understand where you come from. And I think that it really is due to the fact that a lot of these people don't necessarily have the training for mm-hmm. our skin. Um, I've seen this a lot within the medical community as well, is that when they talk about different sort of skin conditions and how they manifest, for some things they would say, oh, if you have this skin condition, what happens is that your skin becomes red. Mm. We don't have that issue. So is that really applicable to us? You would say, you know, it's not. So those are the type of problems that, you know, we face whereby a lot of these conditions haven't really been taught how to look at how some of these conditions manifest themselves within our skin and know what sort of ingredients do and do not work for our skin. Um, So my advice would be is that if you do decide to go see a, a skincare uh, expert before you know before you are spending any money just really ask them for receipts let's see do you have any sort of evidence that you've treated other patients that look like me and what have the results been or people who actively promote that they actually are an expert in, in melanated skin I think those are the things to really look out for because it is very hard as a person of color to find someone who really knows what they're doing with our skin wow but and in which particular time is it necessary to then like see a dermatologist or uh, uh, a doctor or someone who works in the I don't know facial clinic place whatever and when when is it like is it really that necessary and when in when should we really see them so the thing with a lot of skin conditions is that from a health perspective, mm-hmm. is it really necessary? In most cases, no, not always. Some cases, there are people who have acne mm-hmm. or dry skin to the point where if they smile, their skin hurts because it's so dried or so so tight. So yeah, oh. in those cases, yes. For a lot of us, it can be a case of it's just cosmetically the appearance is not what we want it to be, which can then have a knock-off effect on your confidence and your mental health, etc. So from that standpoint, I would say, yeah, it would be necessary to go and see someone to get rid of those things. But what you can always try is, you know, maybe if you've if you know the right people to give you advice, you can try it with some products over the counter first. If that doesn't work, then go and see a specialist, especially if it's something very severe. 
I would certainly say, yeah, go and see someone who knows what they're doing so they can give you the right advice. Ah, this thing is painful. Ah. This thing, because sometimes your face will be so hard and so tight. Come on, hello, that you say to someone. It will take it's so painful. And then after saying you feel like your face is even burning because it's like you're stretching it, but you're not even stretching it too much. It's just so painful. And then you go to a dermatologist and then they'll give you something and to even become worse. <laughs> but, anyways, we should try. And I hope that there will be, you know, because I don't know many um dermatologists who are like you know who are from you know who have african background and all that but i hope there are and if there are please let us know so we can all try you guys out because hmm, we need help or we really need help <laughs> yes especially in the netherlands we need more but i would say just in europe like mainland europe mainly i would say in the uk where i'm currently there are more people even even here they're not that many but there are more people like myself coming out and either giving people advice or they have their services set up which is mm-hmm. amazing for people to mm-hmm. go and see may like europe, europe on the other hand not as much not yeah, and then i don't i nearly i don't almost i don't even know really someone that i can pimp and be like oh yeah this person yeah. is you know black dermatologist that's really good exactly. and blah 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 no way exactly mm-hmm. anyway yeah. so miss morayo hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> is it necessary to do a facial treatment because facial treatment there's so many every street there's someone who's doing facials Mm-hmm. And how and how how effective is it, and how often should we also do it if you know if it's necessary? Facial treatments. So, mm-hmm. what sort of facial treatments are you are you talking about? Oh, those one that you go, you lie down, they'll play nice music, they'll be rubbing <laughs> your face, <laughs> they'll be scrubbing your face using some oh is it flower something to put put on your face, and then after you finish, your face is so smooth and oh ah. Ah, those ones. <laughs> oh, those ones. Yeah, so I would say those ones, as I would say, as often as your pocket permits. So, you know, the ones where they steam your face and they, you know, put a nice moisturizer, massage your they face. Pop you all the pimples ones. out and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones that, you know, those types of facials where they just really take care of your skin on like a base basal level, mm-hmm. you can do those frequently. I would say treatments where they do like a chemical peel, like what I was talking about earlier, where they where your skin literally sheds like a snake. That mm-hmm. is not something you can do frequently. That's something that you'd have to do in an interim basis where you need to give your, your skin space uh, to kind of basically recoup. But most other facials are something you could do quite frequently because what you do is you do the facial and then you have your products that you use at home to kind of maintain it. And then you can come back and come and do another facial. So, it, But is it effective? Not the micro uh, needling and the, uh, but like the, actual pain, other, but the other one. Yeah, um, the basic one. Is it effective? It depends on, on your skin and how and the concerns that you have. Like, is that if you have acne, for example, is a facial with the steam and the mm-hmm. nice massage going to help your acne? No. Eh? Probably not. Oh. But it mm. feels nice. It feels really great. Mm. And sometimes I think that sh- that is a huge part of skincare as well. Skincare is not just about just taking care of your skin concern but sometimes it's also just a form of self-care and enjoying you know being taken care of being pampered that's just having that nice feel so it shouldn't just be very clinical and oh i have acne then i do this if i have dog spots then i do this sometimes Mm. just enjoy yourself yeah you know no i can't i understand i wanted to to out some people that i know but it's okay i'll leave it there (laughs) and because some people you go you go and do your face you'll be like "Ah, i'm selling this product use this one if you use this my product ah within two weeks within one week within one month huh 
yeah. you see the changes you see this and then you use it and you use it and use it nothing and then when you go and tell them oh maybe this doses is not good for you I, I have a new product if you use that and then before you realize one year later you're still buying their products you are still going for a treatment yes. still going for facials and it's not working and then they'll come and tell you are the problem Hey, people have suffered. <laughs> people have suffered. <laughs> but what can you do to prevent or treat acne? So the thing is that depending on other causes of your acne, it's very hard to prevent. One thing that I really hate is when people say, "Oh, you know, just drink more water and your acne will go away." Eh? What? That's a lie. Mm. That's a lie. Or just, oh, just don't, don't, just don't eat this and your acne will go away. Yeah, it's don't not eat true. Nuts. It's yeah, it's not true. Sometimes it really is is a case of you have acne. Oh, oh, another one. Sorry, uh, things like oh, you're not clean enough. That's why I have acne. Mm. Acne is not a sign of how dirty someone is. Even though yes, yeah, sometimes it's caused by a particular part of a particular bacteria. It's not a sign of someone not having good hygiene. Sometimes it's just the person is they literally is really really not their fault. And the only thing you can do is just making sure you have a good routine that you can one get rid of your acne, and then once you've gotten rid of it, ensuring that you keep it down. You know, so making sure you have the right product that help you, the right routine, and you remain consistent and patient because that's one thing with skincare. It takes time. You need to be very patient for it to work. It's not something that you try one product here and then two weeks after bam your skin is uh, is is or you know it's like the skin of a newborn baby yeah it takes it takes weeks and months for skin to get to a level where we're like yeah it's really yeah what i heard is that uh, you should give at least your, your 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 skin like maybe three months to really yeah. adjust and really get to know the product and that's True. when it might you know it will really start getting you know start working but i yeah. know that in the past me after using the product for like top one week and i don't see anything i'm like ah this is not working no. then i'll move to the other one <laughs> no you need to really give it like a good a, a good few weeks also because you need to understand like if you, with what i was saying before with your skin changing mm-hmm. your skin change usually i think i think the average time is like 28 days for your skin to renew itself you need to give your skin time to one get used to the product and your skin to actually change itself to help with that process so yeah you need to give it a few weeks that's the thing with skincare you have to be patient there's no one quick fix oh, i've used this lotion two days after my acne is gone my dust spots are gone yeah it's oh, just you just have to give like, it time wow no, it doesn't. you know do you know that at some point i used to use this uh, thing dettol do you know dettol really yes i, I know used to, hmm, one of my aunties you mix it in small water a lot of dettol in a bottle oh, small God. water shake it and have to use it day morning and evening to wipe my face really? that because because it was believed that i, I didn't like what you just said like because i'm not clean maybe i don't clean my face well mm. that's why so because of the dirt i'm having all these issues so first oh, i have goodness. to use the, the african sponge the hard one and scratch mm. my face very well while i was bathing and afterwards i used the dettol and then ha, come and say, I, so I, I can't even talk. I can't even eat. I can't even drink water. I can't even breathe because hey, my skin was burning. Wow, wow, wow. No, that's, that's, not, that's not it, my dear. That's, that's... He thinks people did just for perfect skin or just for that is why education ah, is so and also sometimes you go, just know the right thing yes eh, lack of knowledge mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes i'll go on youtube and you type in how to treat dark spots and you see all these videos someone will say use a uh, uh, cinnamon yes 
there's so there's so many there's so many things ah tem tem tomorrow go hold that thing tomorrow you have to mix it with maybe i don't know with sugar sometimes or maybe with honey scrub your face do this do that and then it will work apple cider vinegar i also heard also did that ah things we use for our face wow. it's it's a miracle that our face is not uh, our head has not fall off because <laughs> really that our skin is still a bit okay today it's only really we thank god or else wow. uh, i'm telling you things we use but can you prevent or i mean can you like treat a, a dark spots like on your own you know like are there like any natural things you can you go to the grocery store and buy and mix mix and put on your face and it will work i'm of the opinion miracle worker Whatever you buy, my, I personally of the opinion, anything you buy in the supermarket, mm-hmm. you go into your mouth. Oh, and don't sister. put it on. I'm, I, the whole do it yourself. No, why? Because a lot of these cosmetic products, they're made in a lab on a clean environment. They mm-hmm. are tested and trialed to see is this stable? Does it work well? Is it doing what it's supposed to do? Is it not adding bacteria to the face? Is it not making things worse if you? bought it and after three months you've not used it can i if you open the package would it still be good using your people you'll be doing this in a bowl the bowl that you used you had cereal with before in the kitchen where you have cut the meat for your jollof rice and then you're using all this stuff and then you're putting it on your face on in an environment that's not clean you're using products you don't know how strong or unstrong it is i'm just not i always say Mm. whatever you buy in the supermarket just eat it that's what it's for. It's not there for making things by itself. That's why you have cosmetic products, and that's why you have your supermarket for mm. food. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm You're opening not. my eyes. So yeah, I'm not a fan. You are opening my eyes. So this thing, I'm enjoying it. So I, I'm not. Good, <laughs> I will not do it again. Me, mm-hmm. because first you hear, oh no, don't use any. You know, no. don't go to white people's shop and go and buy all these creams, all these soaps. It doesn't work for our skin type. It doesn't work for this. Use this one. Mix that one. Mix oh, that one. They need to work. Da, 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 da. But oh, it's not God. true. No. You can use it. Ah. Mm-hmm. okay yeah because as of now that's what we have but one of the great things is that there are a lot more brands coming out now that are making skincare products specifically for melanate skin a brand called hyper skin topicals is another brand four five six skin is a, a brand by a lady from cameroon who lives in france and she makes personalized skincare for melanated rich skin so there are a lot of brands that are coming out now because they're seeing like hey a lot of these products aren't working for us and you know we don't want our sisters and brothers to be going to the grocery store and having to take lime and add with yogurt and honey and put on their face let's just actually oh Greek yes yogurt. exactly let's actually <laughs> make something that works for us and has been tested on our skin so we can be confident with what we're using that's what you want ha Thank you, Miss Mora. Mm-hmm. This thing, hey, thank you. Um, this episode, I will listen to like 20 times to get it all in my head. <laughs> so that when I wake up and someone asks me, what is the order that I can just recite it from top to toe as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you are one of us. You are part of us. Mm-hmm. You are in the African community. Mm-hmm. What are the common products that we use that affects us? Like, you know, our um, skin and all that. Definitely the black soap. The black soap is enough for me. Because, oh. yeah, like I mentioned last week, the drying effects of black soap mm-hmm. for a lot of people is not helping. Thinking it makes you feel your skin feel squeaky clean, it's not helping. 
it's you need a cleanser that mm-hmm. makes your skin feel normal your skin shouldn't feel tight after you use it it shouldn't feel drying for some people i know a lot of people mm-hmm. who stopped using because it dried out their skin so that's one where i'm just like no um shea butter as well mm-hmm. sometimes it's just a bit too much i think there's so many other good moisturizers that you can buy that are affordable that do a great job but like i always say not everyone is the same no one size fits all so if it's something that you are using and it works for you go ahead and use it i'm not saying oh you shouldn't use it if it works for you that's fine but i'm just saying that if i were to advise someone who's never used any sort of product those would not be products that i would be ah, recommending okay so, so mainly yes. those two mm-hmm. yeah those one that we all know we all use exactly okay. the ones that are known yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay and like i think you, uh, you uh, earlier on you mentioned that food and things like that can really cause acne and uh, you know dark spots and stuff right so i know that there is a bit of a link known to people of dairy products potentially causing mm. uh, you know marks but other than that from my own knowledge of what i know i can't think of anything else where i'm like oh yeah if you eat this fruit or if you eat this oh you're definitely gonna get acne and also the thing of like mm. thinking that if you constantly eat fast food that's gonna give you like no mm, okay and the same thing with like with the drinking of the water you think oh if i drink all this water then you know my whole skin is gonna be be cleared and fresh mm-hmm. and crisp also it's multifactorial a lot of the water that you drink goes to other parts of your body but as well yeah. your cells are part of it it doesn't just oh, oh yeah let's that's go to the face true. and wash it doesn't it make sense yeah no, it doesn't make sense you're right water other parts of your body need water you sweat out some of the water that like, it goes everywhere it doesn't yeah. just go oh i drink water and it knows yeah i need to go to the no yeah you're right that. ah i i even feel stupid too that i even did it before like i didn't even think like <laughs> I, I, I didn't i didn't I didn't think that far, you know. Ah, mm-hmm. they're desperate. The way we've been desperate, anyways. <laughs> but you know, okay. you, <laughs> this thing, man. You just you mentioned something with uh, that. There's a link between uh, dairy foods and some people that maybe they get some, you know, they get uh, a dark spots and stuff. If you want to be mm-hmm. sure that you are not allergic to it or it can cause dark spots on your face, what mm-hmm. what should you do? You know, yeah. What do you do to find out? that those products are not good for you those dairy food or ingredients are not good for you so how to find so the thing is i would say ask again ask skincare expert who can give you the knowledge or um Mm. you know because a lot of these things are based off of studies that have been done in controlled environments where they check oh what happens if someone takes this versus this right and i think one of the reasons why a lot of Uh people think skincare are opposed to using things like the greek yogurt the honey and the lemon on your face is that we do, it's not actually been proven one there are like extensive studies that can confirm that hey if you use these products they will actually work on your skin number two when you're using this in your home environment you aren't actually using this in an environment that is clean in an environment that has the right you know practices in place that you would have in a lab where they make these cosmetic ingredients because when we make these cosmetic ingredients people are wearing their lab coats they have you know they have protocols and guidelines as to how clean the area needs to be what they're using it's not the same as making something in your kitchen so it's because you don't have those things in place that makes those products less safe and you can't just buy products sorry sell products that you've made in your kitchen in most european countries as uh, you know as the same as someone who makes something in a lab and and that i think is a prime example of that is that when you make something in your kitchen you don't have the same environments to confirm to your customer like hey this product is going to be clean and no free of bacteria 
you can't you can't confirm that mm. so that's those are the main reasons why it's just the lack of data and the lack of the right resources mm-hmm. to do so Research yeah yeah that yeah, ah, yeah okay well last question mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have any tips or tricks that can help us at long term long term i'd say or short term it doesn't matter <laughs> i'd say uh just to iterate sunscreen 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 i think a lot of the products that you would use if you have dark marks if you're not using sunscreen they won't really help as much because you're essentially adding that extra protective layer by using sunscreen so if you have dark marks make sure to you know cleanse and moisturize your face just make sure you do the minimal three steps don't use food on your face mm-hmm. please guys just use products that have been tested in a lab and you know you can confidently know that they've been made for the for you know for your face or your body another thing i would say is you don't need 10 steps to get good skin just just use the products that you feel are necessary for the skin concerns that you have and also don't think that a skincare product needs to be super expensive for it to work you can get a product from Kratfots and it'll be just as fine as something from Bayekov. It doesn't have to be expensive. Be just, um, and also just make sure that when you're trying a new product, patch test, never use on your whole face, but try on a part of your face first, see if mm, it works. Then mention it again. Patch test <laughs> your products. Uh-huh. Make sure you use it on a part of your face, like maybe just on your jawline to see if you don't, have a reaction to it because if you do have a reaction to it and you've tried on your whole face that's going to be your whole face you need to have to start you know using other parts to get rid of it that's one thing and i would also say never try multiple Mm. new products at the same time because if you have an issue it'll be very hard to tell which product is the is the one causing that issue so always introduce new products into your skincare routine one at a time so if there's an issue you can then say like oh it's because of this product because when i start using this that's when it happened rather than if you start using two three new products mm-hmm. at the same time at the same time yeah, yeah. ah thank you miss morayo <laughs> it's a pleasure <laughs> Thank you. We need people. We need more people like you to really educate, really educate us about you know all these things. Our skin and oh, oh I'm gonna really treat my skin and treat it like a queen and oh, just, as you should oh, always, always. <laughs> I'm already feeling it. Oh, oh, and my pocket is going to feel it too. <laughs> Anyway, we would like to connect with you. Where can we find you? What can you do for us outside of the show? If someone, you know, needs more information or something, Um, where can we find you? I'm always reachable on Instagram. My DMs are always open for questions Mm -hmm. or if there are any resources or if you want to find any credible sources, just kind of read more about what I've just said uh, today or last week. So my Instagram handle is at Mariah underscore. So that is M for Mother, O for Oscar, R for Romeo, A for Apple, Y for Yankee, O for Oscar, underscore on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, just check out once in a while. I share some skincare myths, trying to bust them, you know, trying to educate my people to, you know, do the right things for their skin. And I'm always open for a chat. So yeah, find me on there. Okay. So again, your Instagram handle is? At Morayo underscore at Morayo underscore guys please do make sure you follow her she's such an amazing and wonderful person she always shares 
tips and tricks. Also, I joined a room on Clubhouse, and that's actually where I found her. She was telling us about, you know, all these skin things, and all. I was like, ooh, let me connect with her on Instagram, and trust me, she gave me a whole list. She gave me a whole lecture, so please <laughs> do follow her, and slide into her dm please she's taking no i'm not talking about the other sliding i'm talking about information <laughs> sliding just to be information slide be. only please <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any beatings we don't want yeah. anybody to come and chase you and beat you so please don't go and write anything just information <laughs> slide into a dm and you know she'll help you you know if she can and give you the right information or direct you to the right people gladly, you know who can you know who can help you so on that note thank you all so so much for tuning in today again please do share this with everyone you know so we can educate other people who are not well educated about things like this so we can just grow as a community and you know you look good i mean it's not only people who have to go look good we too have to look good small you know our skin our, skin, our face ah, when we are right when we walk like this people will applaud and be like yeah look at their skin look at how glow glowing they are glowing they will ah they will salute us so please share with everyone and slide into my dm if there's anything let's have a chat and all that so that's all that i have for you today thank you bye Thank you for listening to the Afri Talk podcast. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with everyone you know. For more amazing stories, stay connected by following me on all social media platforms. Find me on Instagram at AfriTalk underscore pod, on Twitter at AfriTalk pod, and on Facebook, AfriTalk podcast. Or you can send me an email at AfriTalkP at gmail.com. AfriTalkP at gmail.com.